It's great to have your company. You four on the pace on this Thursday morning. Plenty to discuss as well as we've got four Group 1 races coming out of Menangle on Saturday night. The APG Gold Bullion Series for the two and three-year-olds uh, gets underway. Well, wraps up, in fact, with their $150,000 features to take place before next Saturday night. We have even more APG action with the four-year-olds and we'll discuss that in a little bit more depth shortly. But just on today's meetings, we were set to have Bathurst race last night. Of course, we spoke to Amanda Turnbull. Unfortunately, that meeting was transferred to today due to wet weather and with no real improvement, uh, that meeting has eventually had to be abandoned. So no Bathurst last night or today, but hopefully, fingers crossed, we can get Penrith off the ground this evening where they have eight races on the card with the first getting underway at 6.22. We had that very big trial session yesterday at Menangle. Mighty Ronaldo, the Western Australian four-year-old, he was super impressive in victory. He went 151 and 7 for his first look around Menangle, so he looks bang on target to take his place in that four-year-old APG feature next Saturday night. And Dougie Sloy, also another high-quality three-year-old, was successful amongst a few of the other trial winners. Speaking of the APG four-year-old, so we know that we had Artillery, Ideal Dan and Electra all successful on Tuesday afternoon at Menangle. Add in Mighty Ronaldo and then last night at Ballarat they had heats for the Victorian based paces. Beyond Delight was excellent running down his stable mate act now and ladies in red she was super as well uh, ahead of the likes of Joanna and Tough Tilly so you can expect them all to head to New South Wales next Saturday night and those two features for the boys and the girls are going to be hotly contested really looking forward to those races. Cam Hart has a potentially busy few days coming up uh, he of course has drives tonight at Penrith and he's down to head across to New Zealand tomorrow night to a cruiser and the messenger before he has several key drives on Saturday night at Menangle in those group one features now those next few days are, are hinging on a stay of proceedings which he's awaiting after getting a little suspension uh, last Tuesday. So I'm hoping that we can catch up with Cam Hart now and get some good news from him in regards to those drives. And Cam joins us on On The Pace this morning. Morning, Cam. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Brett. Do you have any news for us on that stay of proceedings? Uh, still in the process. So um, hopefully hear something soon. And, um, yeah, hopefully it's all good to go. Excellent. Well, we'll proceed as if it is going to come through and, and have a chat about the next few days. In terms of the New Zealand trip, no doubt you're looking forward to getting back over and partnering up with Majestic Cruiser again in that messenger. Talk to us about last week, though. He probably didn't look his normal, sharp self, but uh, going right-handed at Alexandra Park has caught many off guard in the past. Was that the case with him? Yeah, definitely, Brett. You know, with the trip he had, he, he's normally pretty lethal, um, you know, with a sit like that, but yeah, it was just a little uncomfortable and, um, you know, going right-handed, he was a bit confused and wearing the pole on the other side. There was a few factors he just wasn't comfortable. Hopefully with that run under his belt there now and, you know, Jason's worked hard with him through the week and gave him a little go right-handed at home. So I'm, I'm sure it'll be better for it. Another factor, I guess, aside from that, which will be important, him copping going the other way is probably the, the step up in trip as well we know that he's been more than competitive over a mile he was a great fourth and a miracle mile but he just seems a better horse the further that they go so stepping up to 2700 meters this week should be better yeah definitely you know when he first got left over there after the race uh, 
you know, Jace really targeted this 2,700 metre race for him and just because he pulled up so well, he decided to race him last week as well. But, um, you know, it'll just give him a bit more time to settle and, and get him a good rhythm and, yeah, it'll definitely be suited to that. The barrier draw doesn't look overly kind, though. He probably hasn't had a great deal of luck when it comes to the barrier draws over there, but uh, that wide front row draw, you probably can't really get forward, although in saying that, I guess it's a, it's a different style of racing over there in New Zealand, but we know he's so lethal coming off cover. So what are your thoughts on the barrier draw? Yeah, it's a little tough, Bruce. You know, he's not really a horse that can get fired off the gate probably find a forward spot from out that wide. You know, he can hold his own from a good barrier. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just look to probably slide across and hopefully spot in somewhere. But, you know, um, the 2,700-metre trip, I'm not too worried where I settle. You know, he can be put into the race mid-race if I have to or, you know, we can get a card up or something like that. So he's pretty versatile that way. And, uh, you know, in a starting position, hopefully it all works out. You've got a good look at Self-Assured over the last few weeks. You got very close to him in the race, and then he was excellent last week in defeat. He looks very hard to beat from the barrier draw. I guess it's just a case of hoping that a few others have a good look at him early on. Yeah, that's right. We're probably relying on a few of the others to maybe soften him up a bit, but he's a champion horse, and from the, big, the good barrier, he's going to be pretty hard to beat. But, you know, we've just got to hope that they go hard, and that might bring us into it. That's tomorrow night. I think Parkinson drove at the long trip as part of a, a really good card of racing featuring Group 1 trotters. Well, then you'll turn on Saturday night with those four Group 1s. And let's have a chat about your likely drives at this stage. My ultimate, Byron, you would have been thrilled when that Gate 1 came out for him. But probably the one horse that you didn't want drawing in Gate 2 is Rip. I think this is going to be a really good contest. But your guy is certainly not out of it to do the big double. Yeah, definitely. You know, he's dropped back to a mile and he sort of got straight back to his best. You know, he's big in the heat. He had to do a fair bit of work and he likes that over the mile. He can run a big mile and, and good, strong fractions. So, now it's good to see him back and obviously Rip's a really nice horse. So, for him to draw twos, um, that's going to be a good battle between those two horses. You mentioned the fact that he was back to his best over the short course. The derby, he was good, but we know how lethal he is when he can run along in front. Is that how you beat Rip on Saturday night, knowing that he's more than likely going to be on your back? Or is it a case of whatever Byron wants to do, you sort of have to go along with it? Because you did have to, I guess, really ask him for an effort early on in the heat. It's probably likely that he'll want to get on with it again on Saturday night. Yeah, he can be a bit hit and miss. Byron as far as his manners are concerned so it just depends what sort of mood he's in sometimes I've just got to let him run and other times he'll relax for me so uh, ideally if Rick's on our back we'd like to control the, the race a little more probably than what we did in the heat um, so just have to see how he's feeling and, and where Rip ends up but um, you know I think I can still get a cheap fraction if he's on my back and, and really make it a sprint home or you know, it just depends how the race works out or whether we have to roll a, a 150 mile, we'll, we'll wait for that. That's race number five, the first of the group ones for the three-year-old Colts and Geldings. And you partner up with Madrid when it comes to the three-year-old Phillies edition. What did you make of her heat performance? She hasn't been able to snag a big one this season. This looks her, her most likely in saying that. She's been excellent in the Oaks and also in the uh, Bathurst gold bracelet as well. 
your major danger looks to be Steno and she's drawn to your inside, but you've proven in the past you can take that filly down. So uh, what do you make of the draw first and foremost? And speaking to Jared Alchin on In the Gig last night, he was pretty confident that you'll be able to cross. Yeah, you know, um, the outside barrier probably wasn't ideal, but she's got really good gate speed and probably, you know, coming back to a mile, she hasn't really been sent off the gate uh, very hard of late. Just been on, over the longer trips, has sort of just had to work for them. But um, I think the outside barrier is going to be an advantage to try and cross Steno and, you know, we'll have a good crack. And if she can do that, I think she's the horse to be. How was she in the heat? She seemed pretty laid back, and I guess that's one of the, the real assets that she has. She's such a uh, well-mannered filly. She probably just appeared to the eye to clock off the last 50, but in saying that, uh, she was rocking and rolling along at some pretty good sectionals. So what did you make of the heat performance? And in saying that, she'd had a few weeks between runs as well. Yeah, she was really strong in the heat. She um, she only did what she had to, and I tried to give her the easiest run I could, and um, she had plenty left on the line. So, you know, she's proven that she can run a big big mile at an angle in the past, so she should be spot on for Saturday, and yeah, hopefully she runs well. That's race number six, and she's been a very well-tried now favourite in Madrid. She went up as a second elect, but the money has certainly come for her. The two-year-old Colts and Geldings final. My ultimate Snowy appears to be potentially one out of the box. This horse, he's had three starts, three victories. I know that you've had a, a good opinion of him from day one, so I guess it's good to see that justified on the racetrack. He's a pretty smart youngster. Yeah, Brett, he's really impressive. You know, he's got a bit of X-fact about, about him, you know, ever since I, I sat on him in, in track work a couple of times and then green, the green trials, I, I sort of thought he'd be a top youngster. And he's, um, he's sort of going that way. And from a good barrier draw, I think it only boasts his chances and I think he's probably my best chance for the night. In that heat performance, he was sharp, 154-2. and two. He got out in 26, home in 26, just probably passing the winning post. He appeared to the eye to put in a, a floaty one or two. Did that catch you by surprise? Because I guess he's been pretty faultless to date. And do we have a reason behind that? Was it just the fact that he really had to be fired off the arm to get forward? Yeah, it was probably the first time he's really come hard off the gate. And- you know, we, were, we were moving for two-year-olds there and just when the horse galloped to my inside I just gave him a little bit more um, just to get around it in case it ran out under me and um, probably just and then steered him down the track and just got him off a little off a bit of balance but from the barrier one I think um, he'll get away good and I think he'll be holding the front and be hard to beat. Right, that's a two-year-old Colts and Geldings. And you're also able to partner up with uh, Most Triumphant in the Phillies' heat. I thought she was actually really good in second on that occasion in behind uh, Promised Land, who will go around as the second favourite here. What's your opinion of this filly? Because I guess she got it all wrong on debut, but she obviously has above-average ability. Yeah, I really liked her heat run. She was strong on the line and she was... Is making up a bit of ground on the winner, so Jared's always had a big opinion of this filly, and she's probably just been a little bit green and and still getting used to racing. But um, you know, she was really good in a gate through a heat, and um, I think from the the good barrier, she's going to be a, a good each way hope. Four great chances in Group Ones on Saturday night, particularly in those first three. They're all right at the top of the market and will be right in the finish. You've got a, a few drives tonight as well at Penrith, a few going around at longer odds early on, but is there one amongst them that you think might be able to get the job done tonight? 
Yeah, I didn't mind Little Cessna's run last week. He ended up, you know, on the outside fence around the last bend and, and still made ground. And his two wins before that were pretty impressive. He's got a bad barrier, but if there's a bit of speed on for him, I think he'll be right in the race. All right, race six, number nine, Little Cessna tonight at Penrith Cam's potential best on the card. Appreciate your time this morning, Cam. Best of luck over the next few days and particularly with that stay of proceedings. Hopefully it comes through all A-OK over the next few hours and you can take uh, those really important engagements. Thanks for your time this morning. No worries. Thanks, Bruce. Cam Hart there this morning for On The Pace. So pretty important that he gets that stay of proceedings through. Hopefully it does arrive shortly as... You can probably tell from that short discussion, he's got some very key drives over the next few days. And for those that are getting involved in a few of those short price favourites, no doubt they'll want Cam Hart aboard as well. So we'll keep an ear to the ground when it comes to his engagements over the next couple of days. We're at Penrith tonight, and then, of course, he'll head across to New Zealand, to Auckland tomorrow night, to Alexandra Park for that messenger, and then back to Menangle. So it could well be a busy few days upcoming for Cam, but potentially very fruitful as well so that's on the pace for this thursday morning eight races is a reminder tonight at penrith the first gets underway at 6 22 tomorrow wagga in the daytime slot before newcastle holds their night meeting of a friday and then of course big group one racing at menangle on saturday night 10 races those four group ones are the quaddy legs races five to eight amongst a, another really good card of racing out of Harness headquarters. Mick Gearn will be aboard tomorrow morning here on Sky Sports Radio at 10.30 to find some winners. We'll chat again next week.